Rowie, it was a remarkable weekend of finals footy. Pembo and Will, good morning. Yeah, you're right. I think it may have, well, we may have witnessed the best week one of finals in AFL history. That's what most people are saying. We know Thursday night, first to 100 lost. That never happens. Lions won. Sydney and Melbourne, they just thugged it out. Geelong Magpies, that was just... What was there, 20-odd lead changes. Cats won by six, then Frio Bulldogs, probably the worst of the four. But it was a high standard of footy. And I think it's only going to get better as we get to the pointy end. And, and you know what I'm loving about it? Attacking footy is winning. And that's got to be a good thing for the game. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you reckon too, Rowie, watching those games over the weekend, it doesn't matter if you're a Port supporter or a Crow supporter, you think about the type of football both the SA clubs played this year, and then you look at the quality of the finals, and it it's a reminder that there's still a lot of work to be done at the local level to, to get up there, isn't there? No truer word said. I was just talking about that yesterday with a couple of mates. You were right. Imagine the Crows or Port playing against Collingwood at the MCG or even Frio down there at Optus or, you know, at the Lions. They were miles away from that. Having said that, Port were a lot closer. Um, so, yeah, there's some work to be done over the off-season. They'll make some trades, get some quality in, which would be fantastic. I just hope now that two teams drop out, now there's only going to be two games this week, the standard of umpiring lifts. It's the only slur on the game. VAR, we know about that. We've got to get to the pointy end where the better umpires umpire the game. That Collingwood-Geelong game, what is holding the ball nowadays? I mean, honestly, and I know I'm not going to bash them, but fair dinkum, if there's one thing that's getting left behind, it's the blooming umpires for mind. So having watched the first round of, 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 of finals, Rowie, if someone, if one of the year to pick one of these teams to play for your life to win the grand final this year, who are you betting on? I reckon well, it's, Sydney it's, and it's Geelong never been tougher. Got, yeah, you're right, and isn't that great? And I think that's why Lee Matthews said it's one of the best years of football um, mm. he can ever remember because you can't pick an out and out premiership team. I mean, Demons have got another gear, but I think they're going to go out in straight sets. Sydney at the SCG in a prelim, very hard to beat. So I think they could very well go through. And what an achievement that would be, mm. honestly. Um, Geelong into a home prelim. So it's going to be a tough one. Demons take on Lions. I think the Lions will get them Friday night. And then Saturday night, Collingwood Frio. So to answer your question, I'd nearly have to say, I'd nearly have to say from here, Collingwood, they just keep on going. What are they going now? 11 games of 12. They've won by under 12. They lost that one by six. I think Demons are the best team, but gee, it's damn hard, isn't so it? So you, you right now think Collingwood are the favourites to win the Premiership, despite the fact they just lost on the weekend? No, no, no. You said to me, which team would you have play for your life? Yeah. I'm saying Collingwood. To win the grand final, yeah. To, they're, they're, well, yeah, I, I probably would. I probably would. They just don't go away. They have a real self-belief. Um, I don't think they're the best team, but if you're saying to me who's more likely to win from here, you'd have to say Demons, if they can get it together, they should, because they've got all that experience. But I think they're banged up. They go out in straight mm. sets. But again, I'm talking in riddles here. I don't know. And isn't that great? It's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. It's such a fantastic final series. Yeah, before we go, Matilda's lost again. Um, they're in all sorts. They're starting to disappoint me. The Wallabies got absolutely thumped. My mum said, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. So I'll leave the AFLW. And, um, well, Nick Kyrgios is up very shortly, and he's just quite simply a flog. So um, I'll see you at four. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry, mum. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you Rowie.
Stephen Rowe, thanks to North Point Toyota. They're overstocked right now with uh, late model used cars. They're ready for immediate delivery. There's no wait time there at North Point. That is the North Point way. Nice message here from Lindy on Facebook. She says, my dad's 75. He's been playing tennis his whole life. He still gets together with a group of seniors every Wednesday night for a few games and a few beers. He's still competitive. He goes in his tennis gear, complete with sweatbands, multiple rackets in case of string breaks. Good on him. What a legend. 75-year-old. So we've got one. 75's the marker. I wonder if we've got any listeners that still playing sport, physical sport, not tiddlywinks, after the age of 75. Because currently Lindy's dad is the, the high marker in the 5AA breakfast audience. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings. 6 to 9. 5AA breakfast.